0: Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next On Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing guests, I first just have to say happy 2023. I know we are now in March. Um, I did take some time off from the podcast. But I'm so glad to be back here and to bring on some really awesome guests for you this year and share their amazing stories with you, how you can support them, how you can learn from them, and of course, share marketing and personal branding tips along the way. So my marketing tip of the day, and I also want to briefly share that I'm going to be focusing a lot more on personal branding. Um, So if you are interested in learning more about that and have specific questions, please reach out anytime. So if you're not familiar with what a personal brand is, A personal brand is the process of creating an identity for yourself as an individual or a business. Now, I am so big on this because people connect with a person before a product or service. So always remember that if you own a business, you have to show up because people are going to relate to you before your item. There are so many different soap companies out there. There are so many different candle companies out there. There There's so many different marketers out there designers, whatever it is, you know? But if you're not showing up and the other person is, you're gonna lose the business and you're gonna lose the job opportunity, whatever it is. So make sure that you're creating an identity for yourself of how you wanna be perceived by others while not losing who you really are at the core. I really believe that you have to show up vulnerably and authentically to really stand out and you don't have to do it all the time. There are tasteful ways of doing that. I think that that's a really powerful tool. So if you are really thinking about growing your business, grow your personal brand, because no matter where you go in life, your personal brand will always be you. You could change careers your whole life, but your personal brand is still you. So that's my marketing advice for the day. Now I'm really excited to share my amazing guest with you all. Jennifer Kassara. She is so awesome. She is the founder and designer of Good Robe Co., and she has spent the last 30 years both personally and professionally as a student and lover of fashion. She created an amazing line, multiple capsule options for you. um, And we'll talk all about what capsule wardrobes are, capsule dressing, style audits, all the things. So if you are a lover of fashion and looking to up-level your wardrobe while also being sustainable and having less items in your closet, but ones that will last you a long time, this podcast is for you. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. I am so excited to be here with the founder and designer of Good Robe Co., Jennifer Cassara. Hi, Jen. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you. You are amazing. I'm currently wearing one of your designs because I love it. And um, you make us look good, girl. Always, (laughs) always. And I only support people I love, you know? So (laughs) it's like awesome. So I'm really excited for my audience to get to know you. Let's talk a little bit about what
1: Good robe is and what inspired you to start it. Sure. So um, about four years ago... I was doing a lot of the product development for a company here in Boston that had, you know, we had a lot of stores and I was doing women's apparel and I started to just notice that there wasn't a lot of places to get great basics anymore, like the essentials. Like I feel like we used to always have places to get affordable basics and what started to happen is fast fashion started to move in around that time and people were buying one-off outfits. And the more that people did that, the more I would hear, oh my God, I have so much stuff, but I have nothing to wear. And fast fashion is great because it's like a fix, right? You see it, you go, you see this mannequin, it's inexpensive and you pick it up. But then you buy all of these one-off things and it makes it very difficult to make a cohesive statement with the product that you have. So for me, for years, I am somebody who obviously I'm in the business. I love fashion, but I also struggled with it because I felt like I was always buying stuff and getting rid of it. And it was this constant cycle. And And I just always felt like I was spending too much money. I would get in trouble. Um, <laughs> hiding purchases. Don't we all.
0: Don't we all with fashion though?
1: That's okay. <laughs> hiding purchases in the back of my car. My excuse was, well, I'm in the business. So I just got to a point where I was like, you know, I'm very much a numbers person too. And I'm like, there's gotta be a formula to this to make it easier. And what I finally did is that I finally just said to myself, you know, the way women's clothing works, we could be anybody every day of the week. I could be a cowgirl today. I could be bohemian tomorrow. I could be sophisticated. And I was like, you know, I really need to figure out who I am, my style, what I want that to say. And what I realized is no matter what your style, basics and these classic essentials that you keep in your closet will always be the foundation of your closet. And it was really important for me to be able to create a line so that I would learn from my customers because what happens a lot of times, companies will do something one season then they bring in a new pant the next season I'm like, oh, my God, you have all this great data from if you're creating the company. I always wish that more brands would learn from their customers and adjust based on their needs. And so I felt like, wow, I'm going to create this line of basics uh, because I want to help women create the perfect wardrobe. And so Good Robe was a take on wardrobe. What is good robe and co? Like, where did that name come from? Tell me more about it. It was literally like this idea that I wanted to do a take on wardrobe. And I'm like, okay, but, you know, wardrobe sounds so stuffy. I'm like, I want a good robe. And part of that came from this idea that um, that I kept saying these this sort of that's kind of become my tag, which is look good, feel good, do good. And so from that, I was like, well, it's a good robe. And it's funny because before I created it, a lot of people were like, oh, you're making robes. (laughs) I said, no, (laughs) but I get it. Um, But it's this idea that once you have a wardrobe that does the work for you, that does the heavy lifting, you can spend more time just focusing on the important things. I don't waste half as much time. On fashion as I used to, because now it's not that I don't like trends and I don't, you know, enjoy, um, you know, buying a fun, trendy thing every now and then, but when your wardrobe is sort of steeped in all these basics, you can just buy, maybe it's, you know, this season I'll buy a couple shirts or a couple new pairs of shoes to, to pop my wardrobe. I don't need to recreate the whole wardrobe every season. And the best part about what I did for Good Robe is that I used seasonless fabrics so that you know, like, I didn't use wool that you can only wear in fall. Um, right. I basically use like this, really like this, what they call cool suiting, and it is evergreen. You can wear it all year long. What a great description because I actually noticed that it feels
0: cool when you, when you wear <laughs> it. Like, I never understood that. I never yes. understood that. So, thank you for clarifying. It's really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Super awesome. Love it. So now, let's now like transfer into like capsule wardrobes and capsule dressing. Cause I loved your take on like talking about the foundation of your closet. So what capsules is. Capsules are confusing. Yes. yes.
1: Everybody's out there talking about a capsule, but we're maybe not doing a great job of defining it. I feel like people who are in Thank the you, business, I agree. Which, which is funny because I think the people who really need a capsule wardrobe are probably not the people who know what it is. Right. Um, right. So. When I created the brand, what I wanted, I wanted to be able to, um, to have women. A lot of people are like, I don't know what to wear. And so I wanted women to have an easy way to create this foundation. So there are people who use capsule. The word capsule is kind of used many ways. And it's become really popular the last few years. Capsule in general usually just means like sort of like a micro collection. So you have a lot of designers now saying, okay, it's the, you know, if they do a collaboration, it's the Nike and Rihanna, you know, capsule, right? That's not what this is. Huh, true... No, but thank you for like
0: justifying that though. Like I didn't mean to interrupt, but like thank you for clarifying because that makes a lot of sense. It
1: makes sense because like it's, it's just, it just means a tight collection. But when you talk about capsule dressing and capsule wardrobes, that's that really is just this idea that your wardrobe is heavy in basics that are made to interchange, to mix and match together so that you can have more outfit options with less product. So when you look at Good Row, when we did them, you know, sometimes people will do a five piece capsule, ours are six pieces. And what I really wanted to do is have these pieces, these components, just think of it as, I mean, if you're as old as I am, we animals, like just think of it as components that were designed to wear together and mix and match. So for us, the six pieces, we have two capsule collections that you can buy. And again, I think of this as a tool. If you need the help and you need somebody to build that foundation, you don't want to think about it. A capsule is a great way to get an assortment that's pre-designed that you know you're going to have all these options for. You don't have to buy it that way on Good Robe. You can buy just the essentials, the pieces. Um, You can even create your own six-piece capsule if you kind of know what you want to do. So it really is based on how much you want to lean on us. But our six-piece capsule, I wanted it to be the essential pieces that are never going to go out of style that you're always going to wear. And I actually based them on styles that I had in my own closet for 15 to 20 years that I never got rid of. And that looks like the blazer. I love our trailblazer and it has a great contrast liner. And what I did is I didn't just do the boring dum-dum, you know, okay, it's a blazer. It has a little bit of a ruched, you know, shoulder on it. So it just has a little bit of personality. We have contrast liner. The fabric itself is just so super soft and comfortable. It's not what you think of. Sometimes when blazers are made with a super structured fabric, it can be very stiff. Um, I didn't want that. So this blazer is like super like, you know, moldable, comfortable. Um, I wear mine far too much. I feel like I'm in every video in the blazer. It's like my favorite. Like I wear it every day.
0: But that's the point, right? That you could dress it up, dress it down, like perfect.
1: Especially after COVID. Like nobody wants to be uncomfortable. People have told me my pieces feel like pajamas. And they thought I would be insulted. I was like, no, that's like the best thing. Like you can be super comfortable, but your look can be elevated. So we've got the blazer, we've got the pant, and depending on which capsule, one has what we call our booty cut pant, which is named that because it's boot cut, but it also was one of these pairs of pants that I had in my closet forever, that for whatever reason, always made my butt look good. And it has a thicker waistband. It has a side zip. I know some people are like, you know, I don't love a side zip. There's a reason for the side zip. The side zip is so that you don't have any bulk or like, so it's very streamlined. And with that wider waistband, it just really sits on you exactly the right way so that the pants flow properly. And a boot cut is designed so women have hips mm-hmm. and that's great. But when you think about it, if you have a larger area and you get skinny, the larger area is going to look larger. For sure. The boot cut sort of offsets the hips a little bit. It elongates the leg. It's not a flare. Flares are kind of crazy, right? It's the. It's just a, a, an A-line flare almost, just enough to offset your hip, elongate the leg, and just like be ultra flattering. So, you know, you've got the pant, you've got a, a great A-line skirt, which I don't know if, it's because when we launched it was fall, I didn't wear it as much, or, you know, I need to like, Wear the skirt. bring it out. Bring it yeah, out more often. My favorite. Sure. It's like yeah. that perfect A-line. It's not hugging on your hips. It just sits perfectly. It's not too long. It's perfect. So you have the skirt. And then again, depending on which capsule you have, we have two different dresses. One is our jumper, which I love, our shape shifter, that you can wear with or without a shirt underneath it. Um, you can dress it up. I see that you know, you can wear that to like a wedding. Or then you can put something under it. I even wear a turtleneck under it on a really cold day. It's one of my favorite pieces. In, the other, in one of the other collections, it's our Rap Star, which is the best. I, I can't decide between the two. Those are two, like, that's my why favorite. you have both because you need the variety. All, they are different at the
0: end of the day. So, yes.
1: and if somebody wanted to buy both capsules, there wouldn't be overlap. That was part of it, too. So you've got the blazer, the pant, the skirt, the dress. The button-down shirt, which I don't know if you have this one. Okay, it feels like it's been, this is my favorite of the three patterns of the button-down shirt or girlfriend shirt. This one's my favorite because um, it just happens to be super, super, super soft. Like it feels like it was washed a hundred times. So love this. And then we have our two cami, Sammy, which if you don't have a cami, like everybody should have a cami. This one especially has the adjustable straps and it's called two cami Sammy because you can wear it to the front and it has like a lace sort of placket in the front or you can wear it the other side. And I it's thought that suit. was the coolest thing when you told me that by the way. Coolest thing. Know, so creative. It's like one of my favorite things. So you know depending on how you wear it and those six pieces I mean once you start to figure out that you can mix and match. You can wear just the cami with the pant, just the cami with the skirt. Like once you put all those together, you have over 30 days worth of outfits just with that, but you're never just going to do that. Um, So that's probably the worst part is that when I created this, I wanted it to be so that you could wear it as a suit, but most often you're probably gonna wear the blazer with denim. You're probably gonna wear, you know, the booty-cut pants with like a cute shirt to go out at night. But if you wanna wear it as a suit, you can. The problem is sometimes people are like, oh, it's very suity. And it's really not like if you see it in person and you wear it, you can wear it as a suit, but more often than not, even for me, I'm not, even though I go to a day job every day, I'm not. Wearing it as as often as a suit, um, I'm definitely wearing it as separates and playing with it.
0: So, have you like ever calculated just general, like, how many
1: outfits can you make total, like, with all? So the I when I did the photo shoot, I had over thirty outfits for okay. each. I know, I know. I wanted to make sure that if somebody had to wear it for a month, they could. Um, That's incredible. Like. Props to you,
0: Jen. That's awesome.
1: And it's, you know, again, it's made to like, so the shirt I'm wearing is great. Like this is actually part of, you know, our Start Me Up capsule. Again, you can do it with the white. You can do it in in this pattern. But I wear this with denim. I wear it with, we have this great pant called the mini pant, which is just a twill stretch pant that, you know, if you're relaxed, I love this with that. And then like a denim jacket and little sneaks. It's really cute. So again, all these pieces can be dressed up or dressed down. I love it. Now let's talk about the designs because you don't talk about this enough and I need to
0: like, make sure we share this because I think it's amazing. So (laughs) you're designing all the clothes, like what inspires
1: the looks and the designs behind that? Share more about that. So again, a lot of it was, I am somebody who like, changes my clothing often or had changed my clothing often, but I found, and my weight would go up and down, like, and it's everybody, right? You know, up 10 pounds, down 10 pounds, you know, whatever. But there were just these key pieces in my closet that I never wanted to get rid of, that I was just like, and if I was having like a day where I just needed a home run and I didn't want to think about it, these were the pieces. Um, So what I did is I, took my favorite pieces and my favorites of my favorite pieces. So I'm somebody who has a ton of blazers in my closet. And we chose a blazer that's a little bit, uh, is not that you're seeing a lot right now of these. And and I get it. This is runway. These really elongated, boxy. For um, sure. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. And, And it's a vibe. It's a cool look. But if you pair, first of all, if you're short, It's really hard to pull off. Second of all, if you're wearing it over a dress, it does not look great. And so, because all of our things I wanted to mix and match, I was very specific when I designed the blazer. Again, I really wanted it to be if I were going to do the most flattering blazer, what would it be? Mm -hmm. And this was it because it hits right at the top of your hip. It's got a slight, you know, indentation for your waist. And Again, with that ruching on the sleeve, it offsets your hips. So again, it's it's flattering. Every single decision was made on how I can make this garment the most flattering it could possibly be. Um, the shirt I have on that we called the girlfriend shirt, we called it the girlfriend shirt because a lot of people do button downs and they call it the boyfriend shirt. And it's always big and sloppy. And I so know we gain weight and we think a sloppy, like something big is going to help us look better. And I got news. You're not fooling anybody. And it's usually worse. Um, (laughs) Like just go off a size and wear something that's meant. So the compliments I always get on this shirt are that it's not fitted. It's shaped. So it goes on with your shape, but it's still loose so it's not hugging in any way um and again it hits when you wear it with the blazer it's the perfect length with the blazer it, like just kind of grazes the bottom of the blazer so it looks like again and it was meant to go together but it's super flattering again if this were longer or bigger or heavier construction fabric that didn't move with you so all of those things i take into consideration and i kind of get a little crazy about Fabric and this, you know, I've done this my whole life, so sure. you know, this is the person who somebody would show me a line, and I'd be like, Why would they make it in that pattern? Like, it's a terrible pattern, it doesn't go with anything, or it's a terrible fabric, it's really stiff, or you know, oh my god, why is that so short? It needs to be longer here, and, and it needs to be shorter here. Like, so I was constantly editing and adjusting the lines. I was like, Well, I'm just gonna do the right thing myself. Um, This
0: was like your calling though, because like for people who don't know you, like you've owned boutiques before, like you found
1: what was missing. Right. And you wanted to fix it. Right. Can you share more about your backstory a little bit? And what's really funny is that it isn't even so much like, I think it's funny that I had the, I did have the boutiques, but I've always had this weird superpower of making people look good, making women look good. It's always been, I remember being a little girl and standing outside of like a supermarket waiting for my mom and seeing a woman come by and it'd be like okay if she grew out her bangs and <laughs> no and and then not in like a bad way but like well, she for sure bangs, if she, if you know she wore different shoes with like I'm constantly like looking and I'm like, oh, okay, that would be really great. Um, my grandmother worked for Estee Lauder. My dad's an artist. So I've always had that creative side, but I'm also like a numbers geek. So I, you know, both both sides of the head. Sure. Um, so in my phase of shopping too much, I used to get to a point where I would do a clean out of my closet and I would... And my mom used to call them bag items. So, you know, like the bags for Goodwill. Mm -hmm. I would buy stuff and she'd be like, you know, that's ending up in the bag. Like it's it's like (laughs) She knew. She knew, that's hilarious. She knew, and she was right. She's like, that's a bag item. So I would actually have these bags and I would have like three or four bags of clothing, you know, after a few years, you know, that build up. And instead of bringing them to Goodwill, sometimes I would bring them to my office. I had like four girls who would always like, need stuff and I was and, and they fit I would pre-sort always I would pre-sort the bags of stuff okay <laughs> Ashley you get this Hillary you get this like I knew who was going to wear what and they're like that's a talent that that's a
0: talent for sure
1: it's this weird thing like even even you know we just recently had done that great event and where there were 12 women that we were fitting in uh, you know people would come to me they're like I'm an aide I'm like you're gonna be a six on the bottom, and you're—they're like, like, no, I'm never a six. I'm like, come out, I just That's trust like, me, right? I'm <laughs> the six, you know. Like, it's just—it's funny. Mo, I mean, every now and then I'm wrong, but not often. Like, I mean, I to be more me, times right than
0: wrong shows you're an expert at it, so,
1: <laughs> it's right? Like, like, it's bizarre. like I know what suits people. I know what they're gonna gravitate to. It's like I'm like the fashion whisperer. Like, I love I it.
0: We need that tagline. That's a good tagline. <laughs>
1: That's so good. Which also too, with your
0: video you did recently with Size Matters, the the blazer difference to me was unbelievable.
1: Well, and like, I was I so afraid because, you know, you're taking pictures here and, you know, you're like, are they going to really see? Because in person, it's a big difference. And like, For it sure. literally looked like I dropped. Like five, 10 pounds, just like, it, it, it. like seriously though, it was so inspiring to share because I think people don't know, to your point, they, they think they know, but it makes a huge difference. I mean, that's the beauty of also having a tailor. Like I'm 4'10". Like most people don't know this, I'm 4'10". So it's very rare that something doesn't need to be altered. And making it fit the right way is critical. Um, It can change everything. And I was hoping because a lot of women, I think, again, our weight fluctuates And we never want something to be tight or uncomfortable. I'm going to tell you that more women gravitate to a size that's too big for them than a size that's too small. I totally do. I'm speaking. You are absolutely
0: accurate with that. Totally do that. You don't want to be
1: uncomfortable, but, but don't be afraid to if you're trying something on and it feels a little bit big don't be afraid to try the size down i sometimes will ch- try a couple of sizes i don't i try not to get too married to the size i try to put something on every now and then i don't know if you if you've ever bought like a leather skirt or a more structured skirt i've had to go up like two sizes just because i have hips and it's a little fitted and i am always like you know what with a leather skirt or you know, um, a, a more structured skirt, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go up a little. And so, you know, I felt like it was more important that women tr- like were wearing things that fit them versus things that sort of overpowered them for sure.
0: Love it. And that's with your tagline. Look good, feel good, do good. Feel like good. totally aligned. <laughs> Love it. So cool. All right. So now I want to talk more about the style audits because that's your jam. Love it. What is a style audit? Walk us through yeah. the process.
1: Because you know what happens, you know, we have like years go by and our we just accumulate crap in our closet for whatever reason. So I, I guarantee you, we all have three different sizes in our closet. You know, the size we are, a size that we want to be, you know, if we lose 10 pounds, you know, and the size that, you know, maybe if I go a little crazy, um, <laughs> I might need that bigger for size. Sure. So you're right there you're not wearing your whole closet Mm -hmm. and our life changes. And we get, we wax a little poetic about old stuff that looked good on us 10 years ago, but you've changed. And I feel like we might be a little bit resistant um, to getting rid of those things. So what ends up happening is you have this mishmash in your closet of crap that doesn't really suit you anymore. And it was really funny because when, when I made the switch, I was actually in California and I was in this great boutique and it hit me how I wanted to look every day. Like it just, I have a vibe like, and I looked like that a lot, but I wasn't consistent. And It hit me how badly i like, that was it. And it's funny because this store had a lot of it and it just like clicked for me and I I bought a few things and I'm like, you know and so I made some rules for myself at that time and the rules help because you're not all over the map. And I think this is what happens to women. They don't decide their style and how they want to present themselves. And so they see a cute outfit. And we kind of live vicariously through the mannequin. I used so to, true. So when true. I had my stores, I would have like these great dresses that look like I should be on the Caribbean. And I was like, I'm like, oh, I want that dress. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have the like to support that dress. Like I will never wear that dress. Like as great
0: as that is. Like so but that's like a realistic, but that's the point of the mannequin, isn't it? It makes you, yeah. drives you
1: into the store, right? Isn't that part? Yeah, Because yeah, totally. yes, We all live, we, we have, fa- it's like a fantasy land. So once I started to really just come to a decision, like, okay, this is what I need. This is how I look at work. This is how I look on the weekends. This is, you know, and this is how they interchange and how I can wear things. You know, when it used to be very suity going to work, I had very two different, two distinct wardrobes like a weekend and it's not the case anymore. You know, now everything is like, like, if I'm going to go to brunch, I'm going to throw my blazer on, you know, with my, with my jeans, you know, and that's, that's the look that, that I want. You can't get where you're going if you don't know where that is. And, you know, if you're sitting there and you have all these, you see all these great things. Oh, this is great. This is bohemian. This is artsy. This is whatever it's, Oh, you're never going to have something cohesive. So my first part of this, the style audit is really every few years, your life changes, your body changes, your job changes, so your closet needs to change as well. And it needs to be something that you're, you know, you're truly actively working on. It's not just, you know, a catch-all. I always call it the intentional closet, you know, is everything in there intentionally. And so by forcing the style audit, um, it'll it's your chance to just sort of reassess and say, okay, where am I at in my life? What does that look like? What do I wear? Some of that is... What do I wear when I walk out the door and feel most confident, right? Because I could tell you, Jackie, this blazer is going to look good on you. But if you don't like wearing blazers, it's a waste of my time. So it's a combination of finding either like a style icon or style inspiration. Which I love, by the way, love that take on like finding a style. Because then you can
0: picture yourself as them right?
1: like yes. I love that tape. Love that tape so much. <laughs> Olivia Palermo is like my spirit animal. Like she just always looks great. And if you look at her, she's always wearing like a blaze, like something very classic, but with an edge, with something mm-hmm. to make it cooler. Um, And I'm like, that's me. Like I always want some sort of like personality piece when I get dressed. Like there's always one piece or something. So that, so that really dictated it for me. And so once I knew that, Then I could go into my closet, (laughs) and I could say, you know, then it's time to tackle your closet. And there's some very easy, like to me, you do the low hanging fruit first, you know, all the stuff that you know is a definite no goes, right? You make that pile, whether it's goodwill, whether it's people that you know that you can give it to, you know, there's the no pile. Then there's the immediate yes pile, right? These are the things that make you feel great. They're your favorite pieces. They align with who you you know, want to present to the world. Those are easy. Neither one of those are probably going to be the majority. You, know, what you have to go through. Sure. It's going to take a lot longer, those things in the middle. Every now and then, you're going to have an item that you put on. And, and I try everything on when I do this, which sometimes is a detriment. And I have to remind myself this. Sometimes there's something you put on and you look great in, but for whatever reason, you never gravitate towards it. And I always have to figure out why that is. And will I ever gravitate towards it? So there might not be an immediate reason why you put that shirt on and it just doesn't work for you, or it might look great, but for some reason you don't go for it, get rid of it. If you're never going to, you know, whatever that is, just let it go, you know, or I know people who will keep things that there are maybe things that they just can't. Decide, and they keep it for one more season, right? And they say, okay, some people turn their, I don't know if you've heard this trick, you turn your hangers all one way and you turn the hanger every time you wear something. And at the end of the year, if there are any items that you haven't worn, all the things that are turning the opposite way, you get rid of. What a fun hack. I've never heard this before. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't do that because I can't handle things going the wrong way. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sleep
0: at night, but <laughs> no, no, that, that's a creative hack. I've never heard of that before.
1: And so, you know, and sometimes you'll put something on and you'll be like, why don't I wear this? It looks great. And it's because you want the right shoes. Mm-hmm. So you know what? That goes on the list of things you right. need to buy, the right shoes, you know, what kind of shoes and will I wear them with other things? And, you know, every now and then it's just, you don't have, you don't have the right accessories for it, or you don't have, you know, oh, this is great, but I would never wear it without a blazer. I don't have the right blazer or I don't have the right topper or, you know, whatever it is. And then you need to make that decision. If that's something that you want to keep and you need something, you know, sometimes you get a great dress, but it looks better belted, but you don't have a great belt. So that's where you're going to be like, okay, if I'm going to keep this item, I need to put a belt on my list. So Mm -hmm. once you kind of kick everything out that doesn't suit you anymore, you pick what does, Then you need to kind of figure out, well, where are the holes? Don't go shopping unless you know where the holes are. Mm -hmm. And so I also used to do this thing. And this is just my trick. It's not like nobody has to do this. I find when I go shopping, I would rather go for the season all at once. So, like I would buy, like, let's say it's my capsule. I'd bring in my capsule, I'd order the shoes I want. I, you know, especially if you're not a lot of people are not going. Into shop, I highly suggest trying to buy most of it at once so that you can see how everything works together. And sometimes you have two things that are similar and you're going to pick the better one. And I find that I buy less when I specifically set a certain amount of time to shop within and pick my stuff. Less than if you decide not to keep something, it's within a month you send it back. I find if we're constantly plugging holes in and constantly going shopping, whether that's scrolling or it's going into the stores, you're gonna end up buying too much. It's like going food shopping hungry. You're gonna buy too that's a great much analogy. That's a great
0: analogy for sure. And
1: then you're gonna you're gonna buy too much that you don't need and you're gonna waste too much time. Set a time, get it done. Go out to the stores, order what you want. Get yeah, it this all
0: is why owned. people need you though, because you're gonna get it, get it done, and then leave. like I think about me, like that overwhelms <laughs> the sh- out of me. Like it does. It just totally overwhelms me. Like I would need somebody to like take me in and be like, okay, Jackie, this is what <laughs> we're doing, you. and we're gonna leave. You know, like <laughs> we're done. Like it's just over. It is. It's overwhelming for people, and I think this is why people like you exist to help simplify the process for people. Yeah, you know? we
1: make it. We make it hard to and you know what there's so many options out there that's the problem that's it there's there's so much but for me what i what the beauty of good robe was the fact that there's so much out there but there's not a lot of good basics Mm -hmm. um there's not a lot of good staples there's a lot of fun date
0: night shirts to your point earlier like they're cute they last for one date night and then they're in your (laughs) closet and you don't wear them again I'm guilty of it. Like I know exactly what you're saying for sure. And then it just sits in the drawer or sits in your closet for months,
1: years. I've and totally like, had it before. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I put things in the bag, my bag to go out with tags on it. Like I bought it and I never wore it. Mm-hmm. I didn't need that. And I'm going to say something. I'm going to get, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for saying this. <laughs> what I'm going to say this. This is just, Again, nobody has to believe what I believe. I will tell you this. I have never bought anything from TJ Maxx, anything from an off price that I kept and became a staple in my closet. It always ended up in the bag because you are at the whim of what they have in stock at that moment. And we are so like blindsided by like the price and all this stuff. But so often it has no redeeming like not, not that does have good redeeming quality. It's just it doesn't fit with the rest of the wardrobe. And that's the other reason why I say when you're when you're putting your wardrobe together, it is great if you can kind of concentrate the time that you're working on it because you'll be more likely to make a cohesive statement and try to make everything work together. Those one-offs from TJ Maxx were more of a headache than they were worth. I would say 100% of the time it ended up in the bag, even either the next, the very next season or a year later after not being
0: worn. That's such a good point. I, now that you said that, I'm like thinking about the things I bought there and I'm like, have they last me at least like more than a, a one outfit or a year? Probably not. Like, that's such a good
1: point. And we think we're doing so well. I know people who are like, oh, I, <laughs> you know, I competitive shop and I get a deal. What you are saying what you're sacrificing right every time you do something you're sacrificing something else i would say that i would rather pay regular price and know that i have an item that is going to stay in my closet than bring in all of this inexpensive stuff that adds up that ends up not being quality and ends up being thrown away because it just it just was never you know a good staple item to begin with
0: so good like I thought that was such a good and important share because I think I can relate to that totally.
1: And I have nothing against TJ Maxx. I have No, little- I, I don't I don't think we got that bar.
0: I don't think we got I think there's just like leg- it's a legitimate fact. Like I think it's but that's why they charge the prices they do. It's also inventory that's left over, right? Or things that they just couldn't right. sell most of and the I time. I will tell
1: right? you, I do okay at home goods.
0: <laughs> I love <laughs> okay. <home goods too. laughs>
1: Coma doesn't have clothes though, so it's that's why, yeah. like the, yeah, exactly. the clothing piece of it. I right. just so I literally just wrote them off for clothes like 10 years ago, and I haven't bought a piece since. Yeah, well, you also have your
0: own line now, so you have what you need. You have the foundation, which listen,
1: awesome. let's be honest, that is why I created a line. I didn't want to help women look good, I want to help myself look good, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't but that's the no, point. but it is, it kind of is, is, right? You feel it, it is. The thing, when I first started getting my samples in, I actually had been shopping because it was during COVID that we started and I realized like, oh, I kind of need a few things. And I had gone shopping, just trying to find some, just like some great, like just whatever basics to get me through. And about two weeks later, my samples started to come in, which was great because shopping was like fresh on my mind. And part of the reason I went forward with Good Robe is that this was actually my first sample. Um, was it? Girlfriend shirt. This, in this pattern was my first sample I got in. And this and the wrap dress were like the two. And I put this on and it was so soft. And I had just tried on all these like button down shirts. And I was like, oh no, this is really good. Like I have to do this line. Like this is amazing. Like that was what convinced me. Cause I was kind of like, do I really want it? This is a. It's a lot. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of work. It's really hard getting people to look at your line and try it and test it. Um, so you know, I, I knew what it was going to be, and I was sort of hesitant, but I was like, the product. I know, and but the I product. feel like you you filled you're filling a need, like you are. Like I to your
0: point though, the boyfriend shirts they're too baggy. They are way too baggy. Yes. Yeah.
1: And and we like that again because we err on the big side sure. because For we're self sure. conscious or whatever yeah. that is. And then you wonder why you don't look good when you put them on and you look, the word I use, which is a terrible word, is sort of dumpy. You look dumpy because it's big and it's overpowering and, you know, and we think it's good because it covers our thighs and, you know, whatever. You're better off with a great... Like embrace it. Embrace your curves, yes.
0: Embrace it. Like yes. I think it's what more people are stepping into now too, which I think is amazing. And you look, and you
1: do look smaller. It is more... Flattering, especially if it's comfortable. Listen, if it's constricting and uncomfortable, like I, exactly, I, I don't own a blazer in my closet, mine or anybody else's, that I feel like I'm like in a straight jacket. Like that is just not comfortable to me. So, love it. I need the comfort is part of your messaging. Like it feels good. Feel that is the most. In. Most people that is, I think it's, that's a surprising response from a lot of people. Like I knew people were going to love how it looked. I, I knew, I knew the fit was sensational. Um, but the response I get is how soft and how comfortable and, and how like the fabrics are gorgeous. I think because our prices are so good. And again, that's why I did direct to consumer. So you know, we're cutting out the middleman. It's not what normally happens is, you know, you have a manufacturer and they sell to a retailer who then takes a markup. And so you're getting like a double hit on it. Whereas direct to consumer, we're just cutting out the middleman. And part of the reason I wanted to do that, even though it's funny, I'm in the wholesale business, I could have probably done a lot more business right off the bat, if I had made it a wholesale line, I didn't, I wanted to remove all the hurdles for women. And one of those being price, because I was so sick of seeing the best capsule product I saw it was always so expensive. Like there are people who are doing great basics, but it's like $400 for a right, blazer. Right, right,
0: right. Absolutely. Don't no
1: joke. If you put my blazer next to a $400 blazer, the quality is the same, but my blazer is 149. And lasts probably much longer. (laughs) That's what I think. And and when you do that, just so you know, like when you buy a capsule online, you get 25% off. So you create your own. So if you do six pieces, so my Start Me Up capsule, I think comes to like $403 for those
0: six pieces. And you were saying the one blazer is for $400, right? That's insane.
1: You're getting a month's worth of outfits for that.
0: So what's the goal for
1: Good Robe in the next year? Like what goals do you Uh, have? So I have, um, I have a lot. There's, you know, this was literally phase one. There's some technology that I want to do on the website. So one of my goals is to do a, um, so it's a a virtual closet component to my website. um, So that when you shop with us, we can put products into your closet and then help you style them once they're in there. I love that. That's fun. Yeah. So that's a technology component, but Um, Again, I had to keep this collection very tiny because I paid for it myself. And so, you know, it's it's 14 styles and across all the colors, there are 33 total styles. Um, So, again, it was very focused on like the capsule and these basic pieces. But I have fall three quarters of the way designed. So great sweaters, some denim. I'm very excited about the denim. Some faux leather. Just very cool stuff. Um, We have a whole Ponte collection, which is a take on our collection that I don't know if you know anything about Ponte, but it's like... um, I was going to ask like what that is. So please explain. So Ponte is this great fabric that, I don't want to say like a scuba, but like it's super stretchy and whatever, but it's still stiff enough. So it, it, it makes a gorgeous product, but if you travel, it doesn't wrinkle. It's almost like you're wearing your workout stuff to a certain degree but it's a knit and so it's got a and and there are different weights of it so we're doing ours it's it's thick enough um that you feel that weight but it's also loose enough to give you the drape but the beauty of a ponty collection is that you fold that puppy up and put it in your bag and you can go anywhere it is the cutest thing so, so cool. I have a lot of exciting, saying, but people have to buy my first collection so I can afford to do this. That's the goal. Everyone needs to go
0: to Good Robe and & Co. and definitely do that. <laughs>
1: you are amazing this was so inspiring
0: so can you share how everyone can follow you get in touch offer how you do offering styling
1: sessions now all the things yes yes so um obviously our website is the best place to just see everything um we're going to have signups jackie said for um style sessions the style audits um ones with me which is which is great and that's at www.goodrobeandco.com com, and then if you're on Instagram or Facebook, we are Good Road and Co. on both of those. So please follow along. Follow on TikTok because we're doing some fun. Do it, do it on
0: TikTok too, and YouTube,
1: and YouTube, yes, Yes. just
0: do it. And I love. Just want to close out to like the sustainability piece of the whole because that's super trendy right now, and I think people are just anything to like. Save money, save
1: time, save on, like, all the things, right? Like, I think that's amazing. Honestly, and that's the thing, and and I think it is. It's, you know, there's always, like, a bounce back to things. It's, like, you know, once, you know, we used to all get – remember we used to get catalogs, like, a ton of catalogs? And then email came, and everybody was, like, oh, thank God I can get rid of my catalogs. And then all of a sudden, catalogs are coming back, you know, again. I think that there's always – there's always, you know, once we go so far one way, it kind of bounces back. And I think that whole fast fashion thing just got people crazy. And I'm actually surprised there are not more people doing basics because that seems to be, you know, and that, and the capsule dressing, there are so many people out there who talk about it, but to me, somebody telling me the six pieces I need, and then I got to go and find them and just seems so overwhelming, right? Like, yeah. To your point. That's what, that's what I'm doing. But yeah, again, I do think that this is sort of reaction to fast fashion and people are like sustainability. And that means, is it sustained? Like, can you manage your closet? Forget sustainability. Can I, can I maintain my wardrobe? And if you have a lot of basics, you can, and then you can just change out some fun pieces seasonally and you don't have to spend as much time or as much money. Because you got more important stuff to do, don't you? So true. So true. (laughs) Love it. But you also like, it makes you look good. So that's
0: look good, feel good and do good, right? Love it. it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. This was awesome. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. It's becoming next on scene. Follow Good Robe & Co. Go shop and stay tuned for who is next on scene.